Hey there, welcome to the Define Your Wealth podcast. I'm your host, Megan Robinson. I'm a financial coach and accredited financial counselor candidate. And today we're going to talk about what it means to live a wealthy life and why you don't need to be rich or have a lot of money in order to live a wealthy life and how you can begin to define your own version of wealth. But before we jump into today's episode, I have a free gift to you. It's actually the exercise that we are going to talk about in large part on today's episode, and it is the Define Your Wealth Workbook. It is an exercise that I use for myself and for my financial coaching clients, um, the purpose of which is to define what a meaningful, successful life, or what I refer to as a wealthy life, really looks like for you. I love this exercise. I do it uh, one to two times a year myself because your values can change and the things that you want can change. And also it's just a really good refresher to kind of make sure that you're living in alignment with the things that you actually care about. Um, So we're going to go through a little bit of the workbook and you can follow along or grab your free copy at goodbyetobroke.com. That's T-O, that's two as in T-O, goodbyetobroke.com slash podcast gift. That's one word, podcast gift, to get a free copy of the Define Your Wealth workbook. Okay, so let's jump into today's episode with the question, what is a wealthy life? And it's a pretty simple concept. Um, How I define a wealthy life is really just living a life that is meaningful and fulfilling for you as defined by you and based on your values. So it's defining your values or the things that you believe are really important and meaningful in life. And then aligning your actions, your everyday actions, your goals, how you live your life to match with those values and the things that you feel are important and meaningful. So pretty simple concept, but oftentimes easier said than done, right? Most of us don't even realize what our values are. We've never stopped to think about our values, or we're just kind of taking on the values of the people around us, right, without questioning it, our family, society, our friend group, uh, without actually questioning what it is that matters most to us, what's really important, and what we want with our lives. Another important thing to note about living a wealthy life is that you don't need to be rich or have a lot of money to be wealthy, And that, of course, I guess depends on your version of wealth, but the version of wealth that we're discussing right here, my version of wealth, is about meaning and fulfillment. It's not about how much money you have in your bank account. Don't get me wrong, uh, I love money and I want to have money (laughs) and I want for you to have a lot of money, Uh, but that's just not the kind of wealth that we're talking about right now. You can still live a wealthy life like based around your values and what you find important before you have a million dollars in the bank you know um so 
now that you know, now that we have a definition of a wealthy life to work off of, how do you start to figure out what wealth looks like for you, what this whole wealthy life idea uh, looks like in your life, and start living kind of in alignment with that. And the first step I'm going to walk through some of the steps of the Define Your Wealth workbook. So I guess for starters, I'll say the workbook is a series of exercises and sort of questions to help you figure out what your values are, kind of like break things down and question yourself a little to really get at the core of what is important to you. And then once you have that list of values... Um, you work on defining what those values look like in your life um, and then setting goals that align with those values. So I'm going to take you through a couple of the exercises that are in the workbook and then I'm going to share with you a little bit about what my values are and what the results were for me the last time that I did this exercise, which was about two weeks ago, I think. Um, so the first step in the workbook is to answer one seemingly simple question, and that is, what does a successful and meaningful life look like for you? So that's step number one of defining your wealthy life, is just figuring out what does success and meaning and fulfillment and purpose, what does that look like in your life? right? So for me, when I did this exercise the last time, um, a lot of what I wrote down was around freedom, having time freedom, being able to choose how I spend my time, being able to kind of go with the flow throughout the day, um, never having to wake up early, being able to like wake up at 9am on a Tuesday and sit outside of a cafe at two o'clock on a Wednesday afternoon, reading a book and hanging out with my dog, Benny, um, those kinds of things. So, and your meaningful, your successful and meaningful life can look a thousand different ways. It can look totally different from mine. Um, but that's kind of the direction that I went and I am very long winded as a writer and just in general. So I'm not going to read you my entire statement of my successful and meaningful life. But that's the first step. The first step in the workbook and the first step that I would encourage you to take in your exploration of what your wealthy life looks like is to ask yourself and answer the question, what does a successful and meaningful life look like for you? And then the next step is to go a little bit deeper <laughs> So look at the statement that you just wrote and ask yourself, why do you want the things that you want, right? What is it that you get? What need or a bigger purpose is fulfilled by you writing a best-selling book or building a seven-figure or six-figure business, right? So what is it that you really want from those things? Um, and then in the workbook, there are 
three questions that I encourage you to ask yourself, which is, do I really want this or is it just what my friends, family, or society expects of me? Or do I just want it because all of my friends and family have it? Or do I just think, this is a big one, do I just think that having this thing will get me what I really want? Right? Like more time or more freedom or more happiness. Okay? So for me, when I did this exercise, when I first started doing this exercise, probably probably like a year and a half ago is when I really made this exercise, um, I wrote a lot about my successful, meaningful life being having a multiple six-figure or seven-figure business, right? And it took me a, a while to realize after, you know, doing this exercise multiple times and, and questioning it over and over and realizing that my actions didn't really align with that value or with that um, that version of my wealthy life or whatever. My actions weren't really aligning and I felt that it it wasn't something that I was really driven by. And I realized that I wanted to build a multiple six or seven figure business because of what I really thought it would give me, which was more time, more freedom, more autonomy, things like that, which is, you know, possibly true depending on how you build your business. But, um, but the truth was I could have stopped torturing myself over not having that and stopped toiling away at building this business and created more of what I really wanted now in my life, which is what I've done, right? Now I work part-time and I make pretty good money uh, and I have a good amount of time and freedom on my hands to do projects like this podcast, which by the way, I'm not making any money from right now. This is like a passion project for me. So um, so those are the three questions. Do I really want this or is it what my is it what somebody else expects of me? Do I want it because this person has it? Or do I just think that having it will get me what I really want, which is something bigger, something greater? Time, freedom, success, happiness. Um So that is step two to starting to define your wealthy life. Step three is to come up with a list of your personal values. So after those first two exercises, you will probably have a decent idea of what your values are. But in the Define Your Wealth workbook, I've included a list of over 200 values just to kind of just for you to look over I know that might seem like an overwhelming number but just for you to scan and ask yourself if any of those pop out um, and really resonate with you right Um, so just to kind of help aid you in this process and in this exercise especially because if you've never thought about something like this before if you've never thought about or defined your values then it's probably it's kind of difficult to just be like oh yeah you know pull something 
kind of almost out of thin air. Um, so I found definitely in the beginning that having a list like this is really helpful just, you know, for inspiration. So that was step three is defining what your values are. And then from there, you know, you'll pare them down. Um, the next few parts of this exercise is paring down your values and then figuring out, you know, which ones are the most important to you, kind of ranking your values. Um, and then from there, defining what those values look like to you. What do they mean in your everyday life, right? So this is kind of like your wealthy life 2.0. This is like your, this is almost like going back to step one and saying, okay, I've learned a lot in these past few exercises. So now that I've learned these things, what does success and meaning really look like for me? Um, so that's step five is kind of defining your values um, and figuring out what it looks like to live out those values in your life. So this is where I'll take you through some of my values that I defined when I did this exercise for the last time or the last time around a couple of weeks ago. So I chose my top five values. Um, I'll just read them to you and I'll tell you a little bit about what they look like in my life, just to give you an example of kind of the result of the workbook. And also, I'll say before I start telling you about my values and my results, um, I'm not doing this to impart my values onto you or to influence your values and, and your results from this exercise. Um, so if you're, if you're concerned that hearing me talk about my values will influence the results that you get when you go through the exercise, please feel free to pause it and then go get the workbook and do the workbook exercises yourself. And then you come back and listen to this if you want to, if you're interested. Um, but if you want to do that, go to goodbye to broke, goodbye to broke.com slash podcast gift to get that, do the exercise and then come back. Okay, so my values, number one, my first value is loving kindness. If you've ever done yoga or if you've done a yoga teacher training or practiced Buddhism or I don't know where else, uh, done a, like a loving kindness meditation, then you've probably heard of this term. If you Google the definition, you'll find something like Loving kindness is tenderness and consideration toward others. That is a huge pillar that I live by, that I try to live by. I'm definitely not perfect, but it's something that's very important to me is to always keep in mind that humans are humans and we're beautifully flawed creatures. And yeah, I just... I try to always see the humanity in other people, even if I don't agree with them, even if I think that their opinions are terrible, <laughs> or if I just, you know, disagree with, if we have different opinions or different beliefs about the world and how the world works. My second value is connection. So I'm the kind of person who just 
will meet a random person in a cafe and end up talking to them for three hours and learning about their life story. And I just, I absolutely, this kind of ties into my first value with loving kindness, but I just, I love seeing the humanity in people and I love listening to people's stories, listening, trying to understand what makes that person operate and, and how they feel and why they feel how they feel and just having vulnerable open shared connection with another human being I think it's I think it's one of the most beautiful things in the world and so um that's been something that I have really and I'll talk about it here a little bit more but when I when I talk about my goals that came out of this exercise or some of my goals. Um, I'll talk about this one a little bit more, but it's something that I've really been trying to practice more in my everyday life is building more connection. And then my third value is wonder. So this for me encompasses creativity, curiosity, openness, being open to new experiences, and, and really expressing myself through the creation of new things. Um, so that could be this podcast. I've also been doing some writing recently, which I haven't done in so long, like actual creative writing. So just having an open mind, being curious, and um, leaving space for new experiences. My fourth value is freedom. Really, maybe agency is a better word or a good word for this. Um, But being able to make my own decisions and, like I was mentioning a little bit earlier, kind of go with the flow, have time freedom, be in charge of how I'm spending most of my time, um, being able to wake up at 9 a.m. on a Tuesday or sit outside of a coffee shop at two o'clock on a Wednesday afternoon drinking coffee and reading a book with Benny. So freedom, independence, and really a lot of that is freedom of how I spend my time. And my fifth value is health. So this means moving my body in some way, shape, or form every single day doing regular weight training and mobility practices, feeding my body the nutrients it needs to be strong and healthy, and keeping processed foods and sugars to a minimum. And I will admit that I have not been living super in alignment with this value recently, which is why uh, I focused heavily on this as one of my goals. Um, So that exercise was part of step six, or I'm sorry, part of step five in the Define Your Wealth workbook, um, which is defining your values and what they look like in your life. So those are my definitions. Part seven is reflecting and realigning. So how are you living in alignment with your values? Um, Where might you be living out of alignment? And what changes can you make to support your wealthy life. And then the last step in the Define Your Wealth workbook is taking everything that you just went through, right? You 
defined what your wealthy life looks like. You got a list of values and then you really broke those out into definitions and how those play out in your life. You went through the process of asking yourself based on your current life and your current decisions, how have you been living in alignment, out of alignment, what changes can you make? And then finally, we're going to take all of that information and we're going to use it to create values aligned goals. So I'm going to read you two, two or three of the goals that I created based on this exercise this time around for me. So there's a worksheet for this in the workbook and it starts out, you define the value that you're focusing on. So what core value am I honoring with this goal? My first one is connection, right? So if you'll remember, I mentioned that connection to me means meeting meeting people, listening to people's stories, um, having that like authentic and vulnerable human expression with another person. And to me, that plays out in two ways. The, the first way, I've been making much more of an effort recently to make new female friends, <laughs> specifically female friends, because I have admittedly lacked a lot of female friendship in my life. And so it's been really important to me to start building those connections and building community with other women. So one of my goals is to have at least two friend dates per month. And I made this a goal of mine because I've thought about it for a long time. I've talked to my partner, Joseph, about it quite a bit over the last few years about wanting to have more female friendships and... I think at times I've even gotten frustrated that those friendships and those connections weren't just naturally occurring in my life. And I realized that just like everything else, if you want to create something in your life or accomplish something, it doesn't happen unless you make an effort to do it most of the time, right? And so I decided to actually be proactive in this and create create a goal of doing at least two friend dates per month. I'm going to do this at least through the end of this year, which is 2021 currently. And I've been re- I've been just reaching out to women that I find interesting, right? Like there is a woman who owns one of the local coffee shops. Her and her husband own one of the local coffee shops that I go to. And I've been for the last few weeks asking her to have coffee with me on Saturdays. And so that has been great. I've had a couple of friend dates with her so far. And I've also reached out to a woman that I've met. I met her before at a conference and I haven't spoken to her in a long time, but I reached out to her and scheduled a virtual meetup. So we're going to have a Zoom call. Um... Yeah, and that's just kind of, I have action items for this goal of like schedule my next friend date with so-and-so or have a catch-up call with this friend or um, reach out to this person and schedule a call. So I have different action items, but that's my goal is to have at least two friend dates per month. And this might sound ridiculous to some people because (laughs) 
I feel like a lot of people probably already naturally have friend dates, but yeah, I guess as somebody who works from home, I'm very introverted. This was absolutely necessary for me. So that's one of my goals for building connection. One of my other goals for building connection is to launch this podcast and to share consistently on here and on social media. And really, I guess I should say, share more of myself in general because it's not just through this podcast. Connection is a two-way street, right? Building connection is more than just listening to somebody else's stories. It's also being willing to be vulnerable and share parts of yourself. And that's something that historically I haven't been great at. (laughs) So, uh, I mean, I love to listen to other people and learn about other people, but I get really quiet when people ask me about myself. So that has been kind of the second part of my goal of connecting with people is to be mindful when I'm on these calls and these friend dates to actually be opening up and sharing more of myself and in general to get more comfortable talking about myself through this podcast. It's really, it's a really scary and different feeling for me. Um, But yeah, thank you, I guess, for, for being here and for receiving me and what I have to share. So those are my two connection goals. And then I have a goal for my health, which, as I said, I have not been living very much in alignment with this value of mine. And I've been having a lot of like mental strife over not living in alignment. You know, I think about it often. Um, And so one of my goals is to get back into a consistent workout routine, working out five days a week, which for me... I need to have like a five-day routine just because I, I, I need the habit of like consistently going somewhere every day. Routines are really, really good for me because if I don't have a routine, then I probably won't go through with it. So my goal is to work out five times a week, three days lifting heavy, two days doing HIIT workouts and doing mobility work all five days. And then my action items are to create a new workout routine for myself um, and then also find an accountability partner, find like a workout buddy because I've found that I'm the most consistent. If you know what the four tendencies is, Gretchen, this is kind of a sidebar, but if you've ever taken the four tendencies quiz by Gretchen Rubin, I highly recommend it. But it, it kind of talks about how you respond to internal versus external expectations. And I'm an obliger. So I, or I, I guess I mostly relate to the obliger tendency. And so I find it easier to follow through with goals and expectations if I have somebody else there to hold me accountable. So, which I think is like most people, right? Um, so anyway... That was kind of a a side note about me and my own personal experience with this exercise. So I hope this gives you an idea of what you can get out of the Define Your Wealth workbook. The whole idea is to go through the exercises, define 
what your values are, what it means to live in alignment with those values for you in your life, and then to, at the end, set goals based on those values, right? So that's all for this episode. I hope you got something out of this. And don't forget, if you want to go through this whole exercise yourself, there are more questions, more things that uh, I didn't cover in this episode. But if you want to get the entire workbook, you can go to goodbye to broke. That's goodbye to broke.com slash podcast gift. And you can download the workbook for yourself. Thank you so much for being here, for listening, for inviting me into your life. Um, I would love your feedback if you have notes or um, topics that you would like covered or questions personal finance related or you know goal setting or values related any anything really um you can send me an email at megan m-e-g-a-n at goodbye to broke.com um also if you liked this episode i'd be super grateful if you shared it with a friend or a family member or someone you think could benefit from it Um, yeah, and that's it. I hope you have a great day and I will see you next time.